In the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever, till my rapture soul shall find rest beyond the Turn with me in your Bible, if you would please, to the book of Luke. And <clears throat> chapter number two. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Is history's greatest figure. Yep. No one else has ever left such a lasting mark an impression upon the course of human events and society as did the Son of God. Christians we have a wonderful Savior this time of year Christmas is the occasion at which the world is supposed to pay honor to His coming into human life. If ever the human family has had occasion for rejoicing, it was at the result of Christ coming into this world born of a virgin. For centuries, prophets had foretold by divine inspiration the wonderful story of His birth. Then in the fullness of time, God brought forth His only begotten Son born of a virgin. As I think of my first impressions of the true meaning of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, a child's song comes to my mind that I learned when I was just a small boy. The words are, Away in a manger, no crib for a babe. The little Lord Jesus laid out his sweet head. 
The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. As we think of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, let's meditate upon who Christ was. He was humble in His coming. He was holy in His person. He was hallowed in His name. My first point is Christ was humble in His coming into this world. Who can read the story of Luke chapter 2 and not realize that the life of the Lord Jesus Christ had a most humble beginning. The birth of our Lord Jesus is not outstanding at all. According to the standards of this world today, there were no doctors, no specialists, only an all-sufficient God who supervised the delivery of the Lord Jesus Christ. While legions of angels hovered nearby with heavenly anxiety, Christ the Savior was born in Luke chapter 2 and verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. No bassinet, no baby bed, <coughs> He came to die as our sacrifice. So He was born where the sacrifices lay. After in the barn. Now, a name to this child. In Matthew one twenty one. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. God had already selected a name for his son. He was called Jesus, meaning Savior. Christ was humble in His coming because of the reason of His coming. Turn with me in your Bible to the book of Philippians chapter number 2. I'm going to read verses 5 through 8. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 through 8. 
Let this man be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. So it's humbling to know that the very Son of God would forsake His heavenly home for the cares, the miseries, the heartaches of life on this earth. It's humbling to know we have a Savior whose birth was more crude and lowly than the most whom He came to save. His birth was more lowly than yours. He was humble in His coming. God help us to love Him and to serve Him with all the affection of our hearts. Thank God for our blessed Savior, the Lord Jesus. Then I want you to notice also that Christ was also holy in His purpose. The eternal purpose of God brought Jesus Christ into the world in the form of human flesh. Some would like to pass him off as simply a great teacher. Others would have him cast in the role of the world's greatest reformer. But there's no need for us to be in doubt about the purpose of His coming. Jesus said, The Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. That's why He came. Came to save sinners. The testimony of the Father is, in John 3.17, God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through Him might be saved. He came to save sinners. Paul expressed this holy purpose in Hebrews chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. Thou hast put all things in subjection under His feet, and that He put all things in subjection under Him. He left nothing uh, that is not to put under Him. But now we see not yet all things put under Him. Verse 9. But we see Jesus 
who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Thank God that the Lord Jesus Christ suffered death in order that you might be saved. I remind you, Jesus Christ did taste death for you. You're a saved person. You know you're saved. You can know that Jesus did taste death for you. He died for the likes of you. Be grateful and thankful that He died for you. If you believe on Him as your personal Savior, one thing for sure, you'll never know the sting of death because He's taken the sting away. Now the purpose of His coming was to save sinners. As you think of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, remember that He is holy in His purpose. Holy in His purpose of coming and dying in order to save the likes of you and me. Then I want you to notice that the Lord Jesus Christ is hallowed in His name. Jesus should be one of the first names. I guess I could change that. Jesus should be the one of the first words in the vocabulary of every boy and girl. Every child should hear about the name of the Lord Jesus Christ from infancy. We raised four children by the grace of God. And each one of our children from their infancy heard about the Lord Jesus Christ every day for instance our children got up big enough that they were able to sit up a little bit my wife hold the child in her arm and then she fed that fed that child spoon Those kids, I observed, they caught on real quick what's coming. Food. And boy, they're, they're, ready, they're ready for it. But Mama stopped and prayed in the name of Jesus and thanked the Lord Jesus for the food. That's true. And asked the Lord to bless that food to the nourishment of that child's body. Child didn't understand it. He's hungry as could be, I'm sure. Guess what? 
That happened before every meal. Before every meal that she went to feed that child. Well, we learned that. Hey, they got adults and we still do it. Before we eat a meal, we stop and we pray and we thank the Lord for it. And uh, uh, this past week, this past week, uh, we were invited to... This is being recorded, isn't it? Yes, it is. We were invited to Susie's house. And we sat at the table. They had the toast of come into the kitchen. You got a plate. You put food on the plate. And Susie's toast is sit at the table. We sat down at the table and she said, we don't generally sit at the table to eat. We, we go to the living room. <laughs> well, I guess some of you do the same thing. We don't do that in our house. It's just reminded me. Uh, we're so old-fashioned. We still go to the table to eat. But um, a lot of folks... They seldom ever eat at the table. They eat, uh, they get food in a plate, and uh, maybe I'm describing you right now. They get food in their plate, and they go sit down someplace in the living room or wherever and watch TV or whatever. And uh, that doesn't make any difference as long as you get it in your body, I guess. That's all that matters. But uh, how I got off on all that, I don't know, but... Uh, I want to talk about the fact that Jesus Christ is hallowed in His name. Jesus should be one of the first words that any of us ever speak. Good to hear little boys and girls Miss. Say the name Jesus. Someone asks, what's the importance about His name? The mere fact that God chose this name Jesus is sufficient reason in itself. God chose this name. Matthew one twenty one. And she shall bring forth a son. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Mary was told in Luke 1 and verse number 31, Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. His name was chosen before He was born. And those that were responsible were told what His name was to be, and it's to be Jesus. God has honored and hallowed the name of His Son. Salvation and eternal life is afforded to men 
through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter in his sermon before the Sanhedrin he preached neither is there salvation in any other for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. No other way for a person to be saved except believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. What must I do to be saved? Was asked by the Philippian jailer in Acts chapter 16. Paul and Silas gave him an answer Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. Can't get saved any other way. Men have in their minds, they've got a multitude of ways of getting saved. But there isn't but one way to get saved. And that is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. You don't believe, you're lost. Um, I've been going to some therapy with my feet. had occasion to meet some new people and uh, ask one of those that uh, working with me a little bit where do you think you go you should die I don't know exactly how I said it but something of that nature of course their answer was heaven Heaven. I said, what do you base that on? When you die, you go to heaven. What do you base that on? Would you believe me if I told you I was told I am a good person and I do good works? As a woman, I said, you know, as a verse in the Scripture says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should vote. I never heard that before. <coughs> I never heard that before. Here she is thinking that she's going to heaven because of her good works. But she never heard that it says in the Bible, not of works. Well, thank God, you're saved by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And not by works. One day God shall exalt and honor the name of Jesus to the extent 
that man has never known. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, 10, and 11. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted Him and given Him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. You know we have the elements here for the Lord's Supper. We'll do that right now. And Wade will leave you sit right there. And uh, Brother uh, uh, Snyder, if you would please come. Take Wade's place. This is just for this time. <clears throat> My Father in Heaven, well, thank you for the privilege that we have to observe the Lord's Supper. Be thou glorified and all said and done. Thank you, dear Father, for sending Jesus Christ into this world. Thank you, dear Lord, that He suffered and bled and died for us, paid our awful sin debt, but sacrificed Himself. He died in our room in our stead. Today we observe the Lord's Supper taking this bread in memory of His body and then the wine in memory of His blood. We thank You, dear Father, for the privilege to take part in the Lord's Supper today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Just a minute. <clears throat> I'm just a little bit behind here.
you would think that I was a right that on top of everything, but I am not. All right. Um, Matthew 26. And uh, down to about... Uh, As they were eating, this is Matthew 26, 26. Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And took the cup and gave thanks. Thank you, dear Father in heaven, for this cup. I pray, dear Lord, that help us to remember the precious blood of Christ that shed pay our sin debt. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for dying. And I room and I said, paying our sin debt. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
he took the gave the thanks saying drink ye all of it well this is my blood of the new testament which is shed for many for the remission of sins but i say unto you i will not drink henceforth of the this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung in him, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Well, we can't go to the Mount of Olives, but we don't necessarily have to sing a song. Nonetheless, uh, we'll have prayer, and uh, if you would, bring your cup and put it back in this tray. Let's all stand, please. Bend your hands, these their closing prayer, please. Well, most kind and gracious, Almighty Heavenly Father, Lord, as the world celebrates the birth of Christ tomorrow, Lord, we know, we don't know exactly when Christ is born, but that should be instilled in our heart that that Savior, that sacrifice came to this world for our sins. Lord, we, we thank you so much for all that you do for us and all you're going to do. Lord, be with us this day and return us back again at the next appointed hour. We ask it in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Amen.